You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 14. 10 things you will seriously regret 10 years from today. Let's go. Welcome back to Motivating from the Six, the podcast that is intended to shake you, to have you move, to stir your soul, to motivate you, to inspire you, to make you say, hmm, (laughs) I am Jeff A.D. Martin from jeffadmartin.com. Thank you so much for listening. For all of you who have taken the time out of your busy day, your busy schedule to allow me just to bless you that little bit with a little bit of knowledge, if you will. Um, For those of you who have clicked play, for those of you who have subscribed, for those of you who have left a rating, thank you so, so much. I appreciate each and every part of it. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you. And I thank you for taking the time out to listen to this and just have it lead you down a path where you should be going to just better who you are as an individual. Before we get started in this episode, I wanted to make a announcement. So for those of you who know, there's an organization that I run called Brothers from the Six. And Brothers from the Six is a nonprofit organization that loves to give back to priority communities. We have been doing um, some work in uh, some of the communities and just going out and speaking to kids and trying to support some of the other programs that are going on. So I wanted to make an announcement. So Brothers from the Six, right now, we are looking for barbers to volunteer. So barbers, people who cut hair, if you have the skill of cutting hair, if you are a barber, we are asking for your help. So what we're trying to do is support a couple of organizations who have back to school programs going on. So on Tuesday, August 29th, 2017, on the east end of Toronto, the city of Toronto, the Boys and Girls Club of East Scarborough is having an event. It's a back to school event and they're gonna have barbers cutting the hair of the young boys who are coming in who, you know, their parents may not have the money or the funds to get their hair cut. So we're trying to let these kids look fresh and look dope going back to school and just giving them that that confidence for the first day of school. So on Tuesday, August 29, 2017, between 12 p.m. and 7 p.m., If you are a barber, and listen, I know that time of year when it comes to barbers, when it comes to back to school, that is your busiest time in the barbershop. I get it. So if you are a full-time barber and you're cutting hair full-time, I get it. It might be a little bit difficult for you. But if you're one of those cats who just loves to cut hair, you used to cut hair back in the day and you haven't done it in a while, or you are like a garage barber, you know, you cut the hair of your kids or you cut the hair of some of your homeboys, I'm asking you, if you have the time, come out on Tuesday, August 29th. 2017 from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Again, that's at the Toronto, in the city of Toronto, the Boys and Girls Club of East Scarborough. And then we have a second date on Saturday, September 2nd, 2017 from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And this is on the west side of the city of Toronto. And this one's going to be located at West End Worship Center, which is Church of God of Prophecy. And that's located at 
1344 Martin Grove Road in Rexdale. So we have two great events that we are supporting. Um, we're trying to do our best as Brothers from the Sixth to support these great events that are already taking place. So we're just trying to use our reach, whether it be through social media, through word of mouth, or even this podcast. I am trying to reach as many barbers as I can to get them to come out to these events and just give back. Just give back to these kids. These kids are some fantastic kids. And unfortunately, sometimes these neighborhoods are not given the same love as other neighborhoods. So we want to give back to our people. We want to give back and just let these kids know that we love them. And we want to make sure that they look fresh going back to school. And also, if you are looking to donate, um, just to come and volunteer, if you're not a barber, then please hit me up at the email address, brothersfromthesix at gmail.com. So that's B-R-O-T-H-A-S. F-R-O-M-T-H-E, the number six at gmail.com. If you want to come and just volunteer your time, um, if you want to, oh, and also uh, backpacks. We're taking backpacks and back to school uh, things. So pencils, crayons, papers. If you're looking to donate that stuff, both of those locations will be accepting it. And again, we just want to give back to the community and do the best that we can to help them just come back to school and support them as much as possible. So I don't want to take too much more time with this, but if you are a barber or if you want to supply some school supplies to these kids, it would be so much appreciated. The kids would love you and you just have to know that you've done their part in their life to support them in education. So thank you very much for that. All right. So on with the show. So the topic of today is 10 things you will seriously regret 10 years from today. So, you know, when you kind of look at your life and you see the things that you've been doing, oftentimes we can get caught in that rut. Our wheels are spinning. We, you know, we're not making the moves that really we should be making. Sometimes we kind of look back at our life and we say we're not in the place that we should be or that we wanted to be if you kind of forecasted where your life would be. And so we get into a bit of a rut and we get into a bit of a tailspin and we sometimes don't know how to get out of it. Today's your day to make that change. Today, you're going to say to yourself, I'm going to make that change. So that's why I came up with these 10 things that you will seriously regret if you don't make changes today. So let's start right away. So number one, getting your education. Now, some of us have dropped out of school some years ago, and we just don't know how to find our way back. Some of us have... We went to school, we finished school, and we know maybe we should upgrade on a certain course. We should upgrade ourselves when it comes to just basic knowledge and learning and, you know, just achieving. But we feel like we might be too old or we, you know, we have other responsibilities. We have kids, we have a mortgage, we have other things going on in our lives that education is no longer a priority. You got to know education is always a priority. Like you have to be a life lear- a lifelong learner. Someone who's looking just to expand their mind every day. The more you learn is the more knowledge you can attain. And you can use that knowledge to teach others. You can use that knowledge to better your life. You can just use it to stand taller because you know more. You have experienced more life. So I encourage you, if you haven't uh, finished that degree, if you haven't finished that diploma, even going back, if you haven't finished high school, I encourage you right now to make that change, to actually 
take the opportunity to get that done. Be that example for the people around you. Be that example for the children that you have. Be that example for yourself. Just take that opportunity to go back to school. You know, they say that three quarters of Americans read on average less than one book a year. So that's crazy because people aren't reading. Once they finish their education, whether it be university, college, or high school, and they're no longer reading those books they have to read, people just toss them away and they never read again. There's so much that you can learn when you read. There's so many places you can project yourself when you read, that you learn about, that you educate yourself about when you read. It's really important that we put the importance back in education. And I say education meaning the institution of school, but also when it comes to self-educating, reading yourself, rather than going through the social media and flipping through and see what things are going on out there, taking the time out to actually read some of these articles and learn, uh, do some research on your own. But it's important that we put our education back in the forefront, whether it be through school or whether it be just personal learning. You know, some time ago, some years ago now, I had a conversation with somebody and he said to me, you know, I really need to go back to school and just kind of further my education with the area that I'm working in. And I said to him, that's terrific. That sounds great. I think this is probably the time to do it because you have no children and yes, you're married and you have a mortgage. So it's a little bit difficult and you're going to have to kind of maneuver your way through it. But this is a great time before you have children because you have a little bit extra time that you can use to get this education and he got offended he turned around and he was like you know it's not that easy I got things I got to do I got other things going on you know I have to pay for this mortgage I have this job you know it's not that easy as you're saying it is and right away just based on his reaction to what I said I obviously realized I offended him so I backed up I'm like whoa okay no problem man do your thing you know the last thing I want to do is try to dictate where somebody should go with their life because ultimately we're all the drivers the chauffeurs of our own life but let me tell you this in 2009 when my first son was born he was born in August I went back to school to get a degree in September and I'm not going to say that it was easy because it wasn't because on top of the work uh, that I had to do for that degree, I had my full time job and I was still trying to hold things down at home. And so there's times that I'm sitting there and I'm writing an essay, I'm writing a paper and, you know, little man's crying and my wife is either doing something like washing the dishes or she's doing something. And she looks at me like, aren't you going to pick him up? And I look at her like, aren't you going to pick him up? And, you know, it was a bit of a, a, a bit of a battle, you know, in some senses, because, again, um, it wasn't easy. I had to make time within my already busy schedule to go back to school. And it's because it's something I wanted to do. But I got it done. I was able to get that degree through persistence and uh, obviously with the support of my loving wife, but I was able to get through. And not only did I do it that one time, I also did it a second time. I went back and I got a certificate in leadership at another educational institution. And I believe this time I had both of my boys, both kids. And so again, it wasn't easy by any means. Once they went down, once they went to sleep, I broke open that laptop and I was typing away and working on projects and working on group projects and, and essays and, and, and all that stuff. So what I'm saying is there's always a way to get it done, but you have to make the decision for yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, you know, why is it that I should finish my education? And whether it be being that example for the community, 
being that example for yourself, being that example for your children, for your friends, whatever it is, but use that to better yourself. Use that to push you towards that direction in wanting to finish your education or to further your education. All right, number three, putting away for retirement. So going back to the topic, 10 things you're seriously going to regret 10 years from today if you don't do it. Number two is putting away for retirement. Now, I know in the U.S. they have 401ks, in Canada, RRSPs, and in the U.K. they have national insurance contributions. These are all different type of formats that these different countries use to put money away for people when they retire. Now, this is the thing. When you're young, oftentimes you can't see even tomorrow. You can't forecast what tomorrow is going to look like. So how are you going to be like 18, 19 years old and thinking about when I'm 60, 65 years old? I know. So, you know, when it comes down to it, it's difficult for some of these people or some of us to visualize what that's going to look like. But even if you visualize it or not, it's important that you start putting away for that because as you get closer to that age, to that age bracket, you're going to realize that really I should have started a long time ago because at least if I did start then, I would have had more money to play with when I got to that retirement age. They talk about when you get paid from your job, you should pay yourself first and you should pay yourself if you can at least 10%. And when you pay that 10% to yourself, you take that money and you put it aside. You take that money so you can put it aside so you can grow it. Whether it be that you grow it through investments, whether it be stocks, whether it be real estate or whatever it is that's going on, you got it you you, you really have to invest that money. You invest that 10%, some of that money as well, you take it and you put it towards your retirement. So when you do get to that age, you have that nest egg or even before you get to that age because you have that 10% that you've been putting away from your paycheck it allows you now to use that money that you've invested and watch it grow so they talk about passive income passive income is basically money that's that's growing and you're not working for it so not your nine to five but actually if you put money say in a stock if you put money in a bond in a mutual fund if you put money in real estate and such as those markets go up and you are sleeping you are making money so putting that 10% away, I know it can be difficult because if you've been taking your money and you've been paying bills all your life down to your very last cent and you got to wait for the next paycheck to come, it can be quite difficult to say, I'm going to cut back 10% of that because now that's 10% less going to your bills. But take the time to look at your spending, reallocate what you have and take that 10% and put it towards your savings and your retirement. So when you do finally get to that age of retirement, you you now have a bit of a nest egg that you can live on. You know, I heard something the other day. They said that with the new medication that the world is coming up with, people are living longer and they're expecting sometime in the future, I don't know if it's a distant future or far future, but they're expecting that people are going to start living at the average age of 108. Now, I don't know if I really buy into that, but this is what I'm saying. What if it is true? If we start living to the age of 108 on average, are we going to have enough money put aside to take care of us until 108? There's a lot of people who don't have enough money put aside to take care of them from the age of retirement, which is 65, to the average age of living now. And it's important that we put this money aside. So again, number two, put money away for your retirement. Number three, make a bucket list. 
I think one of the things that we are going to regret if we don't do is to make a bucket list. A bucket list is pretty much the goals that you want to achieve in your life. What are the things that I love to do and how do I attain it? Like what is on my bucket list? So if you want to have, say, I want to go in a hot air balloon, I want to bungee jump or something along those lines, put it on your bucket list. If I want to meet Tom Cruise, if I want to meet Denzel Washington, put it on your bucket list because it's going to allow you to actually slowly attain that goal. You're actually going to look at it and say, okay, I got number one, I got number two, number three is next. Meet Denzel Washington. And maybe you might take that trip out to you know, a film festival or Hollywood or something. I don't know. But what I'm saying is make that bucket list. And if you say wait 10 years from now to make that bucket list, you just wasted 10 years. That was 10 years that you could have started, you could start working towards that bucket list that you, I don't want to say wasted, but you could have started achieving some of those goals between now and 10 years. So start now, make that bucket list now. Number four, one of the things you will seriously regret if you don't start today is taking your fitness seriously, taking your health seriously. And that goes a long way. We take, you know, I can speak for myself as well. We take for granted our health when we are young, when we just easily bounce back. But as you get older, you find that you don't bounce back as easily. Like if you go to bed late one night and you got to get up early the next day, I feel like I've been like on a windmill. You know what I mean? Like my stomach just isn't not because I just didn't get enough sleep. I remember when I was younger, I can bounce back easily and that wouldn't be a problem. As we get older, our body slows down. So it's important that we take care of ourselves, our fitness, what we eat, what we put in our body and working out. Like I'm talking about resistance uh, working out that gives your body what it needs to continue to survive. I heard somebody say once that you take time out now for fitness or you're forced to take time out in the future for sickness. And that is so true because there's many people right now who are laid up in the hospital that who knows if they maybe worked out a little bit more, uh, they could have prevented the illness that they have, or they could have at least pushed it further in their life. So they'd still be up and down now and maybe 10, 15, 20 years from now, they might end up in the hospital. But fitness is something that is so important and we got to take time for fitness now, or as the saying says, you are forced to take time for sickness later. Another thing that you need to take seriously now or you will regret it in 10 years is not apologizing. There are people who are walking around with super huge grudges. Like if you could see people's grudges, they probably couldn't get through the front door of their house. You know what I'm saying? Like some people have crazy, crazy grudges. It's time to put that past you. It's time to apologize for the situation. It's time to somehow, some way, within your ability to get past it. You know, sometimes in relationships, we look at things and say, that person has done me wrong way too many times. I just can't be their friend anymore. I just can't be with that person anymore. But, you know, it really comes down to being able to get through things within your own self. If you are able to say, listen, I don't hold a grudge against that person, but I just know just because of the way they are, I can't be their friend or, you know, we got to separate, then that's fine. But what I'm saying is, you got to let go of that grudge. If that thing is holding on to you, then you got to let it go. As the saying goes, when you are mad at someone, it's like drinking poison and expecting that person to die. Like that person has no idea that you are mad, but here you are holding that grudge. It's time that you let that grudge go. Like today, let it go today before it pushes you into an area that you just don't want to be. 
and again like not apologizing in circumstances where you're wrong and even not apologizing or, or looking to try to mend a relationship in areas that you're right but knowing that the relationship is more important than that circumstance it's time that we let things go and we start moving on number six one of the things that you will seriously regret in 10 years from today if you don't make the change is the fact that you are working too much Man, this day and age, we put time into our jobs. And a lot of times, the jobs that we are putting our time in are not even ours. We are putting in 50 hours, 60 hours a week sometimes. People are taking their laptops home and they get home from their job and they turn the TV on, they have a quick dinner, they open that laptop on their lap and they're working again till who knows whatever hour and then they finally go to sleep. It's important that we minimize what we are doing in regards to our jobs. And I've said it before, I wanna be very clear. When I'm talking about your job, I'm talking about working for somebody else. I think it's great that we all, that, that many of us do that. And I think we can use that job for our advantage, whether we use it to fund our dream, whether we use the status that we can get in that job to fund our dream, to move our passions forward. But that job that is not ours per se, when it's not your own company, when you're not that entrepreneur, all I'm saying is do what you can to minimize how many hours you work. You got to remember that your life is yours. Your life doesn't belong to that job. So minimize the time that you're putting in at work and those hours that you're able to get back, put it into something you love. Put it into something like your own dreams. Put it into hanging out with your family, hanging out with your friends. Put it into actually becoming an entrepreneur yourself. So you have your nine to five and then you take those hours that you uh, were always putting into that job and you put it into your five to nine, which I call my five to nine would be like your entrepreneurship type job, your own business, whatever makes you tick put those hours into that or just enjoying life but it's important that we cut back on that time starting today number seven i just talked about family i think it's very important that something that we are going to regret in 10 years from today if we don't stop doing it now is we need to put time into our families now i got two young kids seven and four years old and I'll be honest with you, sometimes I have a conversation with my wife and I'm like, I very, I vaguely remember like the day that they started talking. I vaguely remember like when they started walking and they're seven and four, like they're not 27 and 24, they're seven and four. It's just funny, life can go by so quickly. So it's important that we put time into family, like we invest our time into our children. If you don't have children, invest time into your mother and your father, your siblings, because you know, as time goes by, your parents are getting older and one day they are going to pass. Put time into them now so you won't regret it later. If you don't have any of those, your friends, your relationships, whatever it is that makes you tick those relationships, we got to put time into those. We have to foster those relationships. It's just like with a boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife. If you don't put time into that, the relationship will eventually go its own way. It's the very same thing when it comes to any other relationship, whether it be with siblings, with parents, or we even just uh, regular friends. If you don't put time into that relationship, it's definitely possible that relationship will eventually go its own way and you may lose that relationship so take time out now like today is the day take time out now to spend with that family member and 
we always get caught up in TV, we get caught up in social media. I'm doing what I can to ensure that when my children are around, I'm doing my best to take my nose out of my phone. I know it can be difficult because we've come to a place now where social media has just become such a prominent thing and it's easy to scroll through. But I think what's more important is that we take time out with our families. We don't want to have the example to these children that, oh, it's okay to continue to have your nose in your phone. I think we need to take time out, ask them how their day was, ask them how they're doing, maybe play a game with them. Go old school and grab like a, a pack of cards or checkers or chess and play a game with them. But it's important that we spend our time with our families. Okay, so number eight. Another thing you're seriously going to regret if you don't change is the fact that you're not doing what you love. And this kind of ties back into the job. A lot of people are working at jobs that they hate, that they can't stand. And then on weekends, they are you know, not doing a whole lot. On weekdays and the evenings, they're not doing a whole lot. It's important that you realize that you figure out what it is that you love, what it is that moves you, what it is that gets you up in the morning, and you do more of that. So I'm not telling anybody to quit their job, but you know, let's take away those 40 hours. What are you doing with the rest of your time? What are you doing with the rest of the time in your day? So you work for eight hours, you sleep for say another eight, uh, eight hours or so. What are you doing with the rest of the time in your day? Are you focusing on the things that you love? Because again, if you open your eyes say 10 years from now, you realize that you just missed 10 years of doing what you loved. And now you have less of that time to do it. So start today, make that change today so you can take the time to do exactly what you love. Number nine, take that vacation. That's something you're going to regret if you don't do it today. And I know everybody is at a different financial level. So when I say vacation, it doesn't necessarily have to be that plane trip out to the Maldives. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be that road trip out to, you know, the big city, whatever it is. Like I live in Toronto, like New York City is about what, 12 to 14 hour drive, give or take. Detroit is like Detroit City is like maybe four hours or so. You know, there's places that you can go. I don't know where you are from specifically, but there's places that you are able to go to, that you are able to maybe drive to, jump on a bus, take the train, but consider maybe taking that vacation. And I say that because there's so much to be learned when you leave your neighborhood, when you leave your house, when you leave your uh, circle, so to speak. There's so much to be learned. And a real quick story, because I know I'm running out of time here. Uh, some years ago, I had a chance to go out to Cuba. When I was a young kid, maybe in my early 20s, I had a chance to go out to Cuba. And so making a long story short, a friend of mine and I, we, mo we rented mopeds and we rode them maybe an hour and a half outside of the resort. So if you know Cuba, Cuba is like most of the Caribbean islands that focuses on people visiting. They focus on tourism. And within the area of the hotel, they look beautiful. Like that portion of this, the country looks beautiful. But if you even go 10 minutes outside of that, you'll find that a lot of the Caribbean countries, they, they suffer from poverty. And so when we went out to Cuba, again, where I was staying, the hotel I was staying at in Viradero, it was beautiful. But when we rode on these mopeds for about an hour and a half, we got to see what the country was really about. Now, again, to make a long story short, um, when we were out there, there was someone who I recognized and it was the hotel manager. See, when the hotel manager was at the hotel, he was dressed in a like a, a top end suit. He had the tie on, his hair was crisp and clean. He just looked like a million bucks. But when I saw him in his city where he lived, he, man, he was with his family. His kids had no shoes on. He had no shoes on. He had a dirty shirt that was ripped. And I'll be honest, when I first saw him, I hid. 
I turned my head because I didn't want him to see me. I didn't want him to be embarrassed uh, of the fact that here I was in the hotel seeing how he was dressed there and then uh, in another instance saw how he was truly dressed and truly living. But on that day, I learned a huge lesson because he saw me and he screamed out, hey, Jeff, and he ran over to me and he gave me a hug. He introduced me to his children, to his wife, and he wasn't embarrassed at all. And I remember learning a lesson that day saying, you know, it's funny how people can be so happy in the circumstance they're in, even when they don't have anything. And here we are in, you know, in the first world, in the modern world, so to speak. And we complain when, you know, for, for the little things, gas goes up a little bit, or I don't know, there's a ton of things that we can complain about. And we do. We often do. And I know on social media, people kind of put those things out and say first world problems. Hashtag first world problems. But it's so true. There's people in this world who are going through so much and, you know, it, it gives you an opportunity to really enjoy your life the way it is. And so that's why I say take that vacation, like take the opportunity to see the world. If you can afford it, take the opportunity to see the world or to see, you know, as far as your money will take you, because there's people out there not far from you who are living differently, not necessarily below you or above you, but just living differently. And you really can learn a lot from them because the way you're living within your little realm is not necessarily the way everybody else is living. So there's new ideas out there that you haven't heard of that if maybe you had an idea about how to do it, maybe you would take it in and, and incorporate it into your own life. But you got to take that vacation. You got to learn from other people who are out of your realm, who are out of your circle. And number 10, the 10th thing you will seriously regret 10 years from today if you don't make that change. And that is pushing your fear aside. It's important that we push through our fears. There's a lot of us here who have a book inside of us. We have a song inside of us. We have a movie idea inside of us. We have a, um, a recipe inside of us that needs to be put out into the world. But because we have this fear, we allow that fear to hold us back. We allow it to take away from who we are. I think I might've told the story before, but Adele, the singer Adele, she's a world-renowned singer. Adele is so scared of being on that stage and you would never know it because she's always on that stage, but she is frightened to be on that stage. They said that sometime when she was touring, she was in Germany and she became so nervous of that stage fright that she projectile vomited on somebody who was in the back of the stage, like all over him. Can you imagine Adele vomiting on you? That's what she did because she was so nervous. But despite the fact that she gets that nervous, she knows that her bigger calling is to bless the world with her music. There's people who have had their lives changed because her music has spoken to them directly. So it's important that we get through that fear because we really can change the way people think, the way people move, the way people operate in this world if we just allowed our ideas to get out there and to influence them. A lot of times people have this fear because they hate rejection. They hate the feeling of rejection. They don't like being turned down. But there's a saying that says, and I know I'm gonna butcher this, but it says, if you try something and you're successful, that means you're successful. If you try something and you fail, that means you're a teacher. 
And yeah, I think I just butchered that, but you get the point. If you are able to do something and you fail, you become a teacher because you can now show others, listen, I tried it this way, it didn't work, so don't try that way. Try it this way and maybe that will work. And as you continue to move on in your journey and you failed at plan A and plan B, maybe plan C is a way that works out for you and you're able to teach everybody else, don't do a plan A style, don't do a plan B style, plan C is what worked for me, so give that a try. And that's what I mean. You become that teacher when you fall into that rejection area of trying to do things. There's a great TED Talk that I love. It's called What I Learned from 100 Days of Rejection. And it's by a fellow named Jia Jiang. And it's it's funny. It's actually pretty comical when you listen to him. He says that he's going to do 100 days where he gets rejected. And so he goes out and he starts asking for silly things. Like he asks somebody to, you know, some stranger, can you give me $100? He walks into a fast food joint and he's like, can I get a burger refill? And they're like, a burger refill? And he's like, yeah, you guys do drink refills. I want a burger refill. I want another burger. And they're like, no, we don't do that. And it's pretty comical. You got to listen to it. But he talks about the power of rejection. And when you go through rejection, how much you learn from it and how much you're able to grow from it. So it's important that you push past your fear. And yes, we are going to see rejection. And to be honest, as human beings, we see more, we probably see more rejection than we do see uh, success, but we just don't keep track of it. So it's important that we push through our fears, get through those rejections, learn from those rejections, and then turn things around and try it again and push through that fear again. And you're going to make such a difference in your own life and a difference in the lives of people around you. So yes, that is it. That's number 10. 10 things you will seriously regret 10 years from today if you don't make that change. All right, good people, listen up. There's a saying that says, there are two great times to plant that tree. One was 20 years ago, the other is now. What that means is, yeah, we can sit here and say, you know what, I wish I put money aside when I was younger. I wish I started that retirement when I was younger. I wish I took that vacation when I was younger. Yeah, we can all say that with a lot of things in our life. But rather than saying that, how about you start now? Because in 20 years from now, you're going to have a tree that's 20 years old. If you start your retirement fund now, in 20 years, you're going to have 20 years worth of retirement. If you make that bucket list, you're going to have 20 years worth of trying to attain that bucket list. There's so many things that you can do if you start today. Make that list today. Go back to school today. Start apologizing today. If you apologize today in that circumstance, circumstance that you're having issues with, you could have in 20 years from now, you could have a 20 year lasting relationship with that individual, but it starts now. It starts today. If you decide to go back to school today, within a couple of years, you will be done. You'll have that degree. You'll have that, that diploma. You'll be able to look at yourself and say, look what I've achieved. Look what I was able to become because I started today. I started on this day. So it's important that you get started today. These are just 10 things that I came up with that you're going to seriously regret if you don't make changes today. But I know when you look at yourself, when you look at your own life, you know that there's a lot of things that you need to make changes with. Today is the day to start. Today is the day to make that happen. Because when you start today, tomorrow you'll be one day along. In a week, you'll be one week along. In a year, you'll be one year along. And you'll realize, yep, I'm glad I started today because at least now I got through that and now I'm on to the next level. It's important that you use today to start everything that you need to do, that you need to get done in your life, that you know is going to improve your life. You got to start it today. 
All right, good people. Thank you so much. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.